your boy Dean, Tim, Turan, and what we're shooting a special episode of uh, the Dean's Office, which is called the Dean's List. All right, where we highlight someone in the community that's uh, doing something well, that's helping the community, that's have something interesting that we would like to uh, acknowledge. So we put, place them on the uh, Dean's List, and the person that we have today is uh, Landy. She's a, a businesswoman, entrepreneur of the Landy brand. She consulted, she get all that together. If you need to run your business, you, you need something going on. Uh, she's a banker as well, or a business million dollar banking person. <laughs> she do, you know, million dollars. So if you don't got a million dollars, the banking part, you wait. She'll help you with the business to get to the million dollars, right? Correct. That's how she right. start. So uh, what we're gonna do today, we're gonna let her talk about, just go ahead, Landy, right quick, just introduce yourself. Just say your name, let people know, say it in the voice, so they can be like, oh my And God. actually tell people what you do, because I don't know what tomorrow said. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to sound the same thing. Well, my name is Landy. I own Landy Brands Consulting. So it's a business consulting firm um, focusing on business startup, business financing, business marketing, business branding, business loans. Um, so basically, I start with businesses from the beginning to the end. So if you need help from, hey, I have an idea, to actually putting it on paper, to actually making money, that's what I help businesses do. Exactly what I said. <laughs> so we about to jump into that right now. Let's go, yo. World, you're needed in the Dean's office. Stated, you know, we, we have our guest here today, Landy. Um, she was kind of explaining um, some of the things that she does as far as with the Landy brand. And I, she didn't mention it because, see, I remember she didn't even mention it in the beginning. She also hosts parties, uh, club events, um, everything, right? But you specialize in the Haitian events, though, right? Well, I specialize in all events. I'm an event manager, so I don't host in a sense, but I do. Oh, but that's believe you. Yeah, <laughs> not beneath me, and I started there. But I do manage events so to make sure that the flow of the party goes and making sure that the consumer is happy from the minute they walk in to the minute they leave. So you tell people, so you tell people what to do. In a sense. And yeah. you sit in the office from the high part of it and be, and just call them like, hey, you need to do this. Well, when it comes to the events, no, I'm actually on the floor. Like I got an example. I specialize in the VIP areas, people that spend a lot of money. So mm -hmm. I need to make sure that they're okay. So make sure checking in on them, making sure they want to buy more, you know, we'll spend more money. So mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. like that. So but again, making sure they have a good time in that, you know, in that environment. But I do specialize in all events. It's not in the Caribbean community. Mm. Okay. So so tell us how it started, right? How did you, the Landy Breed Consultant start? Where did that come from? So Landy Brands Consulting started um, Tim basically, you know, I, I work for a major financial institution and the clients that I catered to are were clients that, you know, they had to make either a million dollars plus in gross sales. So, but that wasn't the area that I was servicing, you know. So the majority of those clients, you know, those are, you know, it's very difficult to get those cream of the crop type clients. And what I realized is it was a lot of small businesses that just didn't know what to do. So they would come to me, and I'm like, they want a loan or however, and I wasn't able to help them because they didn't know. Like from the beginning, nobody told them that they shouldn't be like you know spending their own money and things like that. 
to get them kind of structured. So I came in and I said, you know what? I want to be able to help people in my community, help people that really want to grow and be entrepreneurs, but just don't have the right resources or maybe the funding to do it. So that's more so why I did it. So walk us through that, right? Um, for those individuals who want to start up that business. I said, hey, here's my business. How can you help me? What, what are the, like, the first things I should do when I, before I come to you? What should I start doing on my end? So basically what I do is I, I offer a complimentary um, strategy session. So kind of discuss what your business priorities are. So we discuss what is it that you look for to do your business? Why are you doing your business? How much money are you trying to make? And ideally is, you know, are you doing this for fun? Or are you really doing this to make money to support you, your family, or however? So it depends on what you're trying to tell me. It will depend on what structure we have for you. So what I would definitely say is if somebody comes into me, we sit down, we kind of break down what you're trying to do from beginning to the end, and based off whatever you tell me. So everybody, every business is not the same. Every person is not the same. So every strategy is different. And I actually had an experience. Uh, Lindy helped me when I had my t-shirt business that y'all didn't support. <laughs> <laughs> Lindy was actually the only one who sat down. She met with me and my business partners. Okay. okay. She showed us everything, um, how to how to get an LLC, and told us about getting a business account okay. and all the other stuff. So. She did help us, you know, but if I would have had a little bit more support from y'all, maybe, you know, it would have worked out a little bit more. But she, 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 she did a really good job. So let me ask you a question. You think you gave up too quick? I think I did. I, I think I did because now that's actually a business that everybody's doing. When you turn around, everybody's doing the same thing that I was trying to do, sell t-shirts, uh, essentially drop shipping, where you um, sell things online and then once you place the order, you order it and you just charge like a 20% markup. Send it to the folks. That's what everybody's doing. Now. So, so that's good. That's a good reason, right? So think about it. Um, you did that process. It, it failed. I guess you come it failed because you didn't have enough. You use the right word failed. Yeah, failed. You didn't have yeah. enough support. Yeah. So, Melanie, when you hear a brand person like that, what are you going to tell them to keep on going and not just to give up? What What are your advice to them? So I would say this again, I, and I'm going to be very transparent with you, Terrell. That's not something that he liked to do. Okay. He loved to do. Okay. If it was something that he loved to do, he would have stuck with it. And what I say is, all my business owners, if you're going into business, at least like it, right? Because if you don't like it, at least you're not going to stick with it, which is the reason why. He's like, oh, I don't see any interest. I don't see the money mm -hmm. in doing it because I'll be very honest with you guys. You're not going to be making money until like year three, to okay. be honest. You're going to be putting a lot of money into these businesses the first two years. So the, by year three is when you're like, oh, okay, I'm starting to see something come in. but. After that, like you're gonna be putting a lot of money in the first two years, and it's very hard because you have to kind of decide, like, do I want to pay to buy merchandise, or I gotta pay this bill, or I have to pay this? Like, what's the, you know, what's what's in it for me? And you have to then tell yourself, you have to look at it in the long run. I want to say nine, I, I want, I want to bring it down. Eighty-five percent of businesses fail because of that, because the first two years, they're like, they, they it's like the instant gratification. Type vibe they want to get they want to get it right now I, you know I see everybody making money but you don't really see when they're you know up at night crying or saying made my business not you know hitting how I wanted to hit and so that's why I would tell he just wasn't consistent so so going back to that you know they have that they laugh at my hats a lot right because all the hats that I wear um, so if I wanted to go into the hat business and start it up and selling hats. Would that be wise? I, I would. Think about. Think about. I'm just asking. Good. You would not support me by happening. No. No. Okay. Great. But I'm actually with Landy. Landy consultant. I, I wear hats, and I, you know, people wearing hats all the time. So, do you think that's something that's that's beneficial to go out and sell hats? So this is what we call branding, right? Okay. So you're branding. Okay. So if I think about Tim, I'm thinking about a hat. Okay. Because every time Tim, I see Tim, Tim has on a hat. <laughs> so Tim's telling me a hat, I'm gonna buy the hat. Okay. Right. So this is where it comes branding. Like okay. everywhere I go, if you just 
um, you know, marketing, if you see, you know, anything like that, you have to be consistent with it. If I see Tim with a hat today, and then the next three months you don't have on a hat, he come trying to sell me a hat. I'm like, what are you trying to sell me a hat mm. for? So again, that's what you call marketing and branding. So you're branding. But do you do well cocaine and hat? I like it. But see, look, you support the dean's office. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. here. Just wanted to make yeah. sure. Just wanted to make sure because you know everybody was laughing at my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, how often do you see people, uh, how do people fail? So when you, when they come to you, like out of the people you deal with, like what's the success rate, not, and again, not for you, what you're doing, but as far as like with Terrell, did he just quit? Like Everybody. How they quit, right? Everybody. They okay. Every single client that's come to me has stopped at some point in their business, as has either paused or I need to restart or nobody like I have one client and I'm trying to abort her she was super successful she has a, um I'm not going to say the name of the business but she has a baby super and I was going to I was going out of town like like a month ago and I wanted her bathing suit so I'm going on Instagram looking for her I'm like yo where you at and she was like man you know I stopped I'm like what are you talking about because all the people you might not think people are following you or people are looking at you but you know there's haters that's what I call it you know they're not gonna like they're not gonna share they're not gonna repost but they're talking about you in rooms that you're not even in so when I went to her and I'm like yo where's this stuff she's like oh you know I was tired you know I'm putting so much money into it but she was at the you know how you know the same she was at that breaking point she okay. was right there okay. she was right there and I'm like now again it's time now she has to kind of start all over again in a sense where she was kind of right there. So I would say the majority of people that walk in kind of give up because again, they feel like I put so much money, I put so much effort into this networking and however, and it's not working. But yet you don't know who's talking about you in different rooms, so you just can't stop. So that's that's just my opinion on that. Okay, cool. So uh, um, it's interesting, we got up uh, this today this magazine called Haitian Open. It's a magazine highlighting individuals right who doing great things in the community i just want everybody to see that can see us on youtube she got her own full blast page where they got a chance to get a chance to know her so do you think that at any point in your career that this was going to be you in the magazine the people interviewing you um i'll say this I'm, I'm 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 extremely humbled and i thank haiti open for reaching out to me and they had a, a segment which was women in business and they reached out to me um and said, hey, you know, like we wanna, we wanna uh, reach out to you. I was also featured in another one that actually literally a month later, which is Voyage Miami okay, as okay. well. Right. And, um, and to me, I would be very honest and transparent. I didn't think, you know, people thought about that about me. Cause you, you know, you might think you know what you're talking about, but you don't think other people are buying what you're saying in mm -hmm. a sense. So when they reached out to me and I kind of looked in my community and more so I wanna help not only the Haitian demographic but the Caribbean people because I just feel like we all have the same thought process um, like you know Jamaicans, Bahamians, the Turks, Haitians, Cubans, Dominicans, anybody in like you know that they just follow that hustle mentality but they don't really have it where they're structured so when they reached out to me it's like hey this is just an avenue for me to get to these people and kind of show them listen we could do this too if we just have somebody to kind of you know show us how to do it. And I, and I like the part where you say you help the community because that's one of the things uh, or Dean didn't mention was that you are a cheerleader coach, right? Uh, yeah. And that's, one, and that's <laughs> a championship I'm sorry, championship, championship cheerleader coach, yes. right? No, well, it was national, national, national. Well, yes, I won um, two championships back-to-back, -back, so um, which at, on the lo local and national level. Um, yeah, but again, that was 
that's something that brings me okay. great joy. And you know, uh, I'm a mother, but like those girls and in the community, me helping them. And I'm, I'm gonna be very honest with you guys because this is you know, the dean's office. Mm -hmm. So you guys brought me in. Reach. I don't like children. <laughs> I know. Well, but we would never tell. I would, we would never, never tell. But I would say this that cheerleading experience changed it for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to share one of my cheerleaders. She called me Mama Landy. Right? Um, unfortunately, her mom passed away mm. very, like, I guess, like maybe three or four months before she joined um, my team. And she came up to me. She says, um, Coach Landy, I know the other girls call you Coach Landy, but can I call you Mama Landy? And of course, I was thinking, no, 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 you have your own mom. I don't want to know But then I had to sit back. I'm like, but why is she calling me that? So maybe the way that I, you know, reacted to her or the way that I, you know, interact with her reminds her of her mother. Okay. So I would say this, like having that in my community, it, 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 that's not something I get paid to do. It takes a lot of time. Dealing with your bad children. Mm, yeah. okay, no, I got. We listen. We understand because, <laughs> as you know, we we coach football right. with young people. Right. Uh, we know the stresses when it right. comes to that. So I, I I think it's important how you say you wanted to help out not just the Caribbean but the young people as well to be right. in that role model that young people need. Right. Um, so you think that you see yourself as being a role model for the younger generation for the young young ladies that's growing up? Um, for sure. Like what I want to do is um show girls especially girls from my community and i'm speaking to these ladies specifically because i come from a community that i'm not supposed to be where i'm at right now right i'm supposed to have listen this is the dean list if i can be transparent um or the dean's office rather um i'm supposed to have multiple baby daddies um i'm, have, I'm supposed to have multiple children um you know just a, a product of my environment. I think I read, I see one of your podcasts. I think it was, uh, the moment yeah. Yeah, 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 he was yeah, like, yo, yeah. I, I, um, um, he kind of mentioned that I don't want, yes, you want to be the product of your environment to kind of showcase a better situation. I did see that. I did see that. And I think, and I think that's important too. Thank you for that support and everything. Um, I'll, I know for us, uh, there's a lot of uh, black businesses out there, right? New startups. So what can we do, or our listeners can do, to help support those those black businesses or those startup companies? What can we do? What can we do on our end? What would you ask our listeners to do? Um, again, listen, I'm a very honest and transparent person. Um, although it's nice to be like, okay, yeah, support black business, more support small business, it's cool. But a lot of us just don't trust each other, okay. right? Okay. We don't trust each other because we'll we'll surpass like I'll. Like example, I know Taran here. He's been selling shirts. Uh, hold on, before you get into that, okay. uh, I, they said I know I said cut off, but now you sell shirts and your shirt wrinkled and boy. What do you mean? That <laughs> 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 that's why you. Wow. That's why they. That's why they was like, bro, we, we ain't buying no shirts. Your shirt wrinkled, bro. Let's get a random iron over. Oh my god. <laughs> my bad, I'm probably. Okay, I'm gonna help you start off that wrinkle-free <laughs> shirt business. <laughs> Um, but what I was definitely going back to that, mm. I will share is that, you know, it's, it's hard. Um, I went to a, um, a, 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 a couple years ago, I, I, you know, we go to school, we, we do black history, right? We, we, in February, we do that. I didn't learn my black history until two years ago. After 30 something years is when I really learned what my history meant. And I went to the Whitney Plantation in um, New Orleans, um, Louisiana. And 
that's where I learned that you know we always hear that crab in the barrel type mentality. Yeah. But that's where I learned where it came from, right? And the reason why, you know, it's already in in embedded in us mm -hmm. to be the way that we are is when we do see somebody like us that's successful. It's like no, nah, let me, you know, let me pull them down, so so I can go up, right? So what I would definitely share is the way that we can support each other is really trusting each other, right? And it's hard to do. It's really hard to do because I would honestly say not everybody's out to get your money. Some of us are. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's not, but that's, yes, that's in every. Probably some of them are. But, yeah. yeah, but that's in every nationality. Yeah. That's in every, you know, but I just feel like we showcase it in ours the most. So that's why we, you know, we don't kind of support each other. But I really feel like in small businesses in the black community, we, we really need to focus on customer service mm -hmm. um, and mm. what that means. And, and I feel. Yeah. But, but I think we could, we could, we can still do that and support black business. Cause now, like, like, so you can find the best product for you and still support black business. Cause even you go to a store now and you compare prices, right? So what's the difference between comparing two white businesses and two black businesses. So if I know I'm gonna go to Tim because Tim is charging me 12, but then Tawars Tim, he charging me 10, you both black, I'm like, all right, hey, I'm going with Tawars. You know what I'm saying? I'm still keeping it a commit, like, you know what I mean? So it, support black business doesn't mean you have to, the first black business you come across, support it. Like, you know, it gotta be an exchange of goods. Like, why am I giving you my services or my money? Because you, you know, you're giving me something in return. So. I think it's okay to be like, I'm not going to support you specifically, <laughs> but you're you supporting somebody else. I see your work, okay. but you go in, you go into somebody else. And I and I think too that we what we know realize as well that white people don't only deal with only white people. They have to mind you now. We the black community is 12 percent, right? So if the white people have to go outside their own race to get certain goods, we can't expect a population of 12% to only work within the black community. There's a lot of, yeah, there is a lot of um, things that's off in the black community, but we also got to remember too, we, you still want the quality, you still want the some of the service, You like Chick-fil-A. You, I, I get it, you sell chicken out your house, but Chick-fil-A loves me. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Chick-fil-A give you that love. I would prefer that. I get that, that they're a big business, and yeah, they, they have their own policies, and but I want that service. Same thing, you know, when you're dealing with a, um, a small business, you, you might prefer to go to a small business because they know your name, they know who your kids is, you know who they is. So I don't think you have to, when supporting a black business, have to automatically, you have to give up your happiness for it. So I'm not just gonna go get this chicken, you know what I'm saying, from your house. Well, I know if I go to Chick-fil-A, they're gonna be done in a minute. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna swing you around the line long, but it only gonna take me two minutes to get through the line. If I told them I need extra sauce, they ain't gonna tell me it's a quarter more to get extra ketchup. They ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? So it's certain things that come within um, supporting certain services that you gotta understand too. Like we want, you want what you want. And, and I, I think, and I think that's what Melanie said. That's the customer service. Right. That's like the first thing you should yeah. should focus on because. I can sell you boo-boo, but if I sell it to you in a good way, yeah. you're gonna keep coming for this boo-boo because man, Tim's so nice to me. Yeah. He made me feel good. The food probably trash, mm -hmm. but the way he carried himself, the way he made me feel special, like the Chick-fil-A mentality, everybody's important. I'm gonna try to get you in and out of the No, black people real particular. <laughs> food trash, they ain't coming no matter how <laughs> They still get up by one. Food trash, but they ain't coming they to you. Know. They, so, they got two things. They, they food tastes good, which, you know, I don't, I, I know people won't get mad at me. I would prefer KFC 
Oh, with Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Yes, man. I, I would yes, too. Sir. I would too. I, I prefer KFC. Hey, I'm rolling what I roll with. Don't get me wrong. My this is my order for chicken. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's KFC, Popeyes, and then Chick Fil A. What? Now, now, if you telling me a business I would like to go to, it's Chick Fil A first because I already know their service is a one. Like I have no attitude. They no attitude. Nothing. I don't even think they get your order wrong. You, you, want, you want to know something uh, that made me think about what you just said, those three franchises? When you go to those three franchises, right, whatever they tell you, the price is, is the price, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you suck and it up. And, and, every one of them, and every one of them is expensive. Right, right. But every when, one of them is expensive. But one of the problems as us being black consumers is we go to black people, they tell you the price, and mm. now you have to go to expensive. Yeah. Now yeah. You, like, you, like, you don't walk in Target and be like, no, excuse me, I know it says $5, can can I give you $3 and then yeah. they keep it going and keep it moving? So, how, so I, I know that with you, right? Because you got your, your lady consultant. Right. People will come to you, you're charging right. something out. Right. So and now they say, hey, can they negotiate? What, what are you telling them? So here at Landy Brand, right, it's, it's, and I would say this working at a major corporation for a long time, they, they taught me how to set boundaries. Okay. Right? You have to know what your target audience is and you have to know what your demographic is. And of course, I have clients that come in and tell me, um, you know, you know, whatever I charge, they're like, whoa, like, you know, I could learn this on Google, but if you if you could learn on Google, you wouldn't be in here sitting with me. Exactly. You know, so what you're paying me for is for my intellectual property. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, you're right. That, that that happens a lot in our community. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like you go to this, and I want to say, I I, I want to say, like, I don't know. I think for when I go to these restaurants, since we're talking about that. Like there's a restaurant called like um, you know we shuck in. I go there a lot. Shuck in a job. Shuck in a job, and yeah. I go there a lot. I go and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't negotiate with them. Yeah. I just, you know why? Because they're the way that they set up their business. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it out their house. Yeah. They're not doing you. You're not. You're not buying Chick Fil A out their house. You're not buying KFC out their house. You're not buying Popeyes out their house. So I'm not saying that it's right. Let me be very clear. It's not right that people negotiate with you when you're selling food at your house or. You know you're you're delivering food to people, but the 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 boom the delivery is different, the presentation is different, so the value is different. So they feel like I this is me. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm like man, City invested a lot in this. Like man, they mm -hmm. they put money into this, so I can't even if I want to, I can't exactly. ask them. But whereas you, you know, you probably put them in a, in a to go box. I'm like man, a to go box probably cost you twenty cents. The food probably cost you this. So I'm thinking I can negotiate. I don't know what goes in, and I'm not saying it's it's okay to do, yeah. but. Me as a consumer, I'm not. I'm looking at it like, well, she didn't put he or she didn't put that much effort into it, so I could negotiate with them. But if you put that much effort and money into your business, Chuck, the people. That's why I got an office space. I could have worked from home. Mm -hmm. I could have did Zoom meetings. I could have do Webex. But I'm like, mm -mm. when you walk into my office, you're like, this lady spent on her business. So when I charge you, what I charge because I want I want you to know what I'm going to deliver is worth your money. Like parents and, and yeah, and and I'm gonna tell and, and I'm and, and I'm gonna tell you all that too from just in this I have the same experience. Um, as most people know, uh, prior to this, you know, because I've been podcasting about three years. Like as you say, yeah. people don't start making money and be successful for three years. Like I have I had experience to where you know we started. I started with other co-hosts before I even. Um, started with her cherry that she joined me um, i reached out to matt he like yeah i'm gonna do it and then he didn't do it then i had to do it and then uh with us we was trying to find the most minimal way to 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 podcast which we it was you know we got a little noise we got a little you know back behind a little following behind it but like with us now the amount of money and effort we we put into the podcast now it's different you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. now we're on youtube 
before we were just only on Anchor and other podcasts on the promotion that we put into it, the time that we put into being active on social media. Like I know, uh, I know when people see us posting a lot of stuff, you know, um, they like, oh, they posting again because that's part of you know putting the brand out there, kind of getting everybody to understand. Because even though all the effort we put into it, you still have people that's. Uh, just shoot past it or not gonna you know support you have some people that's not gonna listen to you but um what i what what does feel well when the people do come up to you we went to the chief picnic people was like hey man i remember this episode coming mm-hmm. to you i mean and i think for in in, in our discussions and our meetings because we even have meetings to kind of strategize about what we're going to do like i just you know say to ourselves like hey let's just be patient let's put in the work let's show show that show the people that we're investing in ourselves so when you come to our channel and listen to us, we're not just coming up here to say randomly talk about stuff. We sit down and discuss different um, topics, different ideas. What do we want our podcast to look like? Because like, there's certain topics that's going on we're that, not, we're that, not gonna touch. that we don't even touch. because I'm trying to get them to do CRT, but they don't want to touch that. Yeah, like it's, 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 but it's certain things that we, we feel like um, that's not our lane. We, not, we don't want to just be saying stuff just to get click baits and click. And we want to have good discussions, how Substance. we do as brothers, mm-hmm. how we, we want people to see what we, act. this is how we really are as brothers. Mm-hmm. Mine is, you know what I'm saying, every now and then I might use some profanity, you know what I'm saying, but now, but I think that's something I wanted to make sure we showcase, and I think when someone's doing a business or when they're doing a, um, when they're doing anything, make sure that you love it, because we like doing this, we talk, I do love this, that's why it's been three years for me and I've been in and out mm-hmm. trying to figure out the right chemistry, um, to get it done, so I've been sticking with it, and I feel like uh, you know the support that we have been getting, the people that have been coming, the ones who haven't coming yet. I appreciate you, do if you don't, you know I still you know appreciate you for listening and taking the time. But that's something too. Um, I would you know just kind of give to people as well. Just be patient and continue to work hard and put in the process. So before we go into that, right? So that being said, um, we don't. We got. I know we don't use go to different topics, but because you have, because we can't speak for ourselves, we don't know what man talking about. There's a topic that we want to discuss that I I, I want to discuss because you want here. Because you have, I feel like we can kind of bring it up and discuss it. So Kevin Samuels, right? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but man, but I, I, I'm, I take I, a drink. Yeah, take a drink. <laughs> take a drink. Take a drink. Take a drink. So my man Kevin Samuels. Uh, you know, he, he put a post and he was saying for a, when a, once a woman turned 35, right? She's uh, used or what, what is used? So if when she turned 35 and she's not married. Yeah, she's not married. She she's, she's considered left leftover. Over. So hold on. So I'm going to give you a second to to answer that, right? So you, you want to hit your drink one more time. Just make sure Ready? All right. So now tell me what you think.